0: All right, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, boom! <laughs>
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Get a Word in with me. Your host, Josh Wagner. Where we'll be connecting with friends from different locations and vocations, discussing yesterday, today, and beyond. And today, beyond is coming to us from Cape Cod, which we'll get into in a second. Just want to lay a little framework. We're going to try to get through this in 19 minutes. We have segments. We'll bang through fast, upbeat. Getting some quick stories back and forth, and with no further ado, here is my dinner table introduction to our next guest. I will say that this man is a writer, musician, traveler, incredible storyteller, and a man who is always living and loving it. This is Garrett Dutton, aka G-Love, and I must add, just added to his clan, him and his beautiful wife, Kelsey, just introduced another Garrett to the world three months ago. <laughs> Thank you boy, Congratulations, G. It's great to have you here.
0: Dude, thanks, Josh. And uh thanks for having me and for the lovely dinner table um introduction. I I, I can't wait for a real one at a real dinner.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So real quick, I'd like to just verify our friendship. How long have we known each other last time we saw each other? Yeah,
0: about 10 years. And um right, Dan, yeah, you've always been the sweetest guy, the most consummate host. Uh, for a guy like me showing up trying to get in you always make me feel welcome thank you very much and uh, yeah so we've been hanging I've been enjoying you know your events you've uh, helped me out by booking me at least once um, and thinking about booking me other times hopefully and um, you know so it's just been a nice uh, friendship and uh, yeah so I appreciate I appreciate you man Doors and always doors and arms always open, G. Always, man.
1: Always. Great to see man. Face,
0: Right. Man. All right. Let's let's get this going. We're gonna start
1: at the clock. Nineteen minutes. And uh, let's see if you can get a word in with me. <laughs> rapid fire to start off. Right. Okay. Have any idea about these questions? When was the last time you changed a dirty diaper? Uh, two days ago. <laughs> you wrote your first song. Look at that face. You wrote your first song in ninth grade. In your career, how many songs ballpark do you think you've written?
0: I would have to say maybe two thousand. Oh my God! Okay,
1: what is the accolade you are most proud of receiving?
0: Um, I think uh, when our first self-titled record went gold after, uh, you know, fifteen years of touring on it, it sold basically a thousand records a week for, you know, over ten years, and so finally, I think it's sold about eight hundred thousand copies. That's amazing.
1: All right. If you could be quarantined for an indefinite amount of time, who is your perpetual jam buddy?
0: Ooh, damn. Wow. That's, that's really tough. I mean, uh, part of me want to say Brennan O'Hara because he's my homeboy and he's from South Florida and I was probably saw him and you the last time I was down there. And then the other guy that pops in my head is my buddy from, Hawaii, Ron Ortiz the second, who's just a wonderful young up and coming guitar player. But then when I'm saying that, I'm thinking, well, I should, why well, wouldn't I hang out with Jack Johnson over at his quarant- quarantine and pipeline? Well, it's pretty sweet out here in Cape Cod, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to, to future for, to future jams with all those, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, what is your most memorable tour?
0: Wow. Um, I'm just going with the first thing that popped in my head, and it, I'm just recalling the Horde tour. Back in 1995, uh, we were not on the whole tour, but we were on on it in 94 and 95. um, And I'll never forget when Dave Matthews came up to me in catering and um, he goes, hey man, are you G-Love? And I go, yeah. He goes, oh man, I love your record. It's really great. And I go, well, what's your name? He goes, well, I'm Dave Matthews. And I go, oh, well, what's your band? Not so much of a jackass I was, but you know, Dave was the sweetest guy ever, yeah. um, and uh that was a pretty cool tour and gave us a lot of legs because like Blues Traveler took us under their wing, the Black Crows took us under their wings. Yeah, Zig Marley was there. That's when I got to meet um, the Almond Brothers and get to see you know Greg Almond. So dope. Um, So just a lot of and and that's where like a lot of up and coming early jam guys like us, you know. Medeski Martin and Wood, and uh, Aquarium Rescue Unit, and and a lot of the people that that were kind of made the jam scene. Awesome tour tour, good stuff.
1: Next question: Is there a place you believe you lived in a previous life?
0: Wow, um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't. I, I or an occupation you think you've had in a previous life? Well. Definitely something in, in this, in the, <laughs> in the sex workers industry. Let's okay. Okay. not go there, Josh. I, I mean, I do have kind of, but you know, now, now I'm older and married. It's, it's not, it's uh, sex is great, but it's not quite, um, it's not like as obsessive a thing as it has been in my life at certain times. <laughs> we'll get to previous life questions later.
1: <laughs> if uh, until vaccine, Next festival you could play? What's number one you want to go back to?
0: Well, we have our own festival here in Cape Cod, the Cape yeah. Cod Roots and Blues Fest. So that's. But really this would be year fun. number three, right? This would have been year number three. Um, and um, as far as like a. Well, I, I really look forward to getting back to bonnaroo I mean, and Austin City Limits.
1: Yeah.
0: And Lollapalooza and Coachella. Of course, those are some that I'd. And Glastonbury in the UK. These are some of the festivals that, you know, we were kind of core artists in when they first were doing their thing. And, um, you know, we're not anymore. So let me get that chip off my shoulder. But, yeah, I'd like to get back there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: So one one single location, personal location, where do you long to return to first?
0: Right here, man. Right here in Orleans, Massachusetts. It's like... uh, you know, uh, we live here and um, it's kind of like we put everything into getting this property. And um, it's, and this is a couple years, four years ago when we did that and kind of really went on a, on a financial limb and it, it's our dream spot. It's our forever spot. It's, awesome. it's this rolling little meadow on the saltwater pond that goes out to the ocean and we got a little dock and we got babies and... We got chickens and right here, man. So when I'm on the road or when I'm away, like I'll lay in my bunk and just kind of I can visualize this place. And it's it's become a really special haven for me.
1: That's beautiful, man. All right. Last good deed you did.
0: Um last good deed I did. Um <clears throat> I'm trying I'm trying to pick a good one. I I try to do a lot of good deeds um for a lot of different people. Um so just benefits well tonight tonight i'll have a good deed um which is to i'm having a live stream at 8 30 p.m um est called cracking beers with g love and um it's a tip based on venmo and paypal half the money you know goes to support my team and half the money goes to support some of the teams at um, different venues around the country where we play where everybody's out of work too our whole industry yours and and minor service and entertainment industries is getting crushed and a lot of people are laid off so we're raising money to help um this crew this security this bartenders yeah uh not like we're, we probably won't raise $50,000 tonight, but you know we'll send him a check for 500000 bucks, and hopefully a couple of guys can get some groceries. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, man. Every, every dollar counts, and gee, you, you always spread the goods, man, so respect. Really appreciate that. You. And you know, you're you talking about locations all over the place, and that will lead us into our next segment. So rapid fire, thank you very much, but now I like to get into location. So this is the part, I, I connect with people all over the world, and I really want to understand what's happening outside their window that I wouldn't know unless I was there. So break it down. Where are you? I know you described a little bit about your house, but you're in Cape Cod. What's happening in Cape Cod that I'd have no clue about unless
0: you were telling me. Well, um, to me, it's, you know, I'm from Philadelphia. I moved to Boston to follow my older son, Aiden. Um, My parents moved to Cape Cod. So we started coming out here they lived in the Jersey shore before they sold our house. They moved up here. We were really upset, moved up here and just like, Oh my God, what is this place? It's like, uh, you know, you know, you're in Miami. You have a lot of friends that maybe go to the Hamptons. Well, this is like the Hamptons, but like, it's beautiful because, um, it's not as many people. It's like, it's like where the forest meets the ocean, it's it's a lot of nature there's a lot of conservation it's um it's gorgeous it's you can buy you know you can i'd never be able to afford something like this but i can afford it here um it's just it's like a kept secret i I don't know man it's just crazy because there's this lot of waterfront land around here that um is kind of like available and within reach (laughs) what sounds like yeah Seems right. like
1: your, your your slice of heaven, but you know yeah. with with everything going on today, like, for example, in Miami beach, I have two f sixteens that fly in front of my house every single day and they lap around cruise ships. Is there something happening in Cape Cod oh. that's unique to
0: your moment right now that you would think that I wouldn't know about? Um, well, um, you know we're we're not getting out much. we're we're, we're yeah. staying very isolated. We are attempting to live off the land as much as possible, which is feasible down here because we can go dig clams. Um, We can go pick oysters. We can go pick mussels. We can, the fish are starting to come in. We have a tuna that we caught last summer that we're still eating. You know, we would be eating it anyway, but now it's like, wow, good thing we got this. So we're, we're we're living off the land. Um, It's pretty, slow down here the thing that's happening is that a lot of people have second homes up here so yep. a lot of the locals which is now us were are getting upset um because people were coming out from new york and boston and other cities where the the virus was um Probably, probably. Around. But other than that, it's it's a pretty manageable place and it doesn't sound as dramatic as being in a big city right now. So it's quiet I can living. I
1: tell you, you're the, you're the first friend I've spoken to. Uh, besides having a garden in the backyard, like I got to add in my introduction next time that you're a hunter and gatherer, which is amazing <laughs> because you know, you're know you living a self-sustainable life, which says a lot about people's locations. People can't do that in cities right now. Right. If you have the opportunity to live off the land. That's really amazing. So thank you for sharing that. So next one we're moving on to is if You honestly are one of the hardest working men in showbiz that I know. And this is definitely the longest you've ever been in one place your entire life by a long shot. If this wasn't happening in the world right now, where would you have been? How many different cities would you have been
0: in the past? I think I think I would have been hitting you up because I think I would be in Japan right now, where you just came back from and I was gonna, you know, use your tap into your vast social. Network and probably end up going to some really cool place on my night off. <laughs> yeah. So w- would you have been in Japan right now? I uh, yeah I I would yes. I w- actually oh, okay. I would be. I'm yeah I think I would have just be landing, and maybe be playing this weekend.
1: Oh my god
0: gosh, Tokyo, bro
1: that trip will come. And when you make that trip, I'm getting on a plane and I'm joining you and I'll take you out to my favorite spots in Tokyo. All right.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah, Uh, but I would have been, I would have finished my tour and then I would have been home for a week and a half or so. I would have come down to New York to play a show for the Grammy uh, museum, like a kind of seminar for kids or whatever. And then yeah, um, and then we're going to Japan, and and we'd be cranking. We got a record out right now, so we were full. We were in full steam, like in the middle of our big, you know, kind of bread and butter tours of the year, and and also on a record release campaign. So everything, <laughs> you know, it keeps turning, man.
1: All right. So next segment I'd like to get into is yesterday, today, and beyond where we'll address a subject that is in your expertise, you know, what it looked like for you a year ago, what it means today, and what you think it'll be beyond. First topic I want to drop on you, what does touring mean to you now? What was it to you yesterday, today, and where is it in the future? Touring.
0: Touring's been my absolute life since I started my career when I was 21 years, 21 years old. Our record dropped, and I've been on the road ever since. I'm 47, so I spend about 250 days uh, on the road a year and have done so for you know over 25 years so it's literally everything is based around the tour you know all of our finances to all of our friends and certainly our craft and our art uh, yeah business so it's everything um what is it now it's nothing Um, or or it's online I'm still finding a way to reach people with my music online now and And the connectivity is stronger than ever. I think this is Mm. really good for that. Mm. Um, And then, uh, what what do I see it as the future? Uh, This is the big question for people in our industry. What is it going to be in the future? Well, there's a famous club I just found out yesterday in San Francisco called Slim's. It's a famous venue. It's been there forever. Um, That's closing. That just closed its doors permanently. So there's going to be a lot of places that we've played that will not come back from this. There's going to be bands that don't come back from this. Um, sure. I hope I'm not one of them. There's everything's going to change. We don't know what social gatherings are going to look like in two months, in six months, in two years, and what what people's appetites going to be or what if they have money. So we don't know. So it the one thing I've realized is that the touring industry, the music industry, is we we can do it because we're an American, we're an American, or we're Europe. If there's no wars going on, there's no famine. Uh, we live in a, sta- a a relatively stable place where people can do things like arts and music. And um, this is the first time you cannot, you can't have people social gather. Then you have no show. Yep.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about other forms of expression. Another thing for yesterday, today, and beyond. How do you feel about sustainability and art?
0: Um, well, sustainability, we kind of touched on. We're trying to just be, as, um, like I said, living off the land as much as possible. On that note, we got 12 chickens. You know, I've been home for the month. I planted, you know, 40 asparagus kerms and rhubarb and peas, carrots, lettuce, spinach, kale, um, potatoes, onions, shallots, garlic. Like we're going to have a and plum trees, peach trees, apple trees, pear trees. We got a full, like working little produce farm here. Um, and that's something that is, is just a real joy for me. Um, yeah. so that's kind of, and then, like I said, the working the tides and, and work in the ocean for, um, proteins and stuff. So that's really cool. And what was the second part? That's a sustainability, arts. Oh, art, yeah. And, um, well, you know me, like I am a musician. Uh, I I do a little painting, and more importantly, I've just, and that's just mostly because I'm a fan and a collector uh, of art. And um, and that's the last time I saw you he was down for Art Basel. We snuck yes. down just the night to yeah. go enjoy the visual arts. Um, I worry about my artist friends certainly I don't have any money right now to to buy art. Um, yeah. And there's been talk of like selling some pieces, which, uh, you know, I I hope I never have to do. Um, but, um, so the, I think the arts are are really in trouble. And, um, like I said, they require stability and they require financial stability to flourish, um, in a culture. So we're going to have to see how this shakes out. And I, I hope that, um, you know, I can, I wonder because, like, I think about some of my artist friends, like, well, I'm sure they have, are producing right now, but no one's buying. And if you're already a starving artist before this, now you could be in real trouble. And unfortunately, a lot of the arts get overlooked um, when it comes time to, like, helping people because these are people that live on the fringe of society, right? Yeah, man. So, th- so they, they're getting overlooked.
1: And now, like, the fringe just has a whole different meaning, right? So, interesting. That's a really good perspective. I appreciate that. Uh, what I, I'm going to get into is our next segment, which I like to call Good Riddance, Give Me Some More, and Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire. I'm going to ask you first, good riddance, is there something in your life that this moment has made you completely get rid of that you want to continue without, or something out there that's just shedding some negative energy on you that you just disagree with? So what would you like to say good riddance to?
0: I like to say good riddance to um, all the divisiveness in politics, um, and certainly a lot of my new record, "G Love the Juice," was talking about, you know, our current political social atmosphere, and just um, and now all that stuff, good riddance because it's it's not even though we watch the news every night and we got to see just Dodo making our president making just saying some off the wall stuff still or, or it's just, this thing is bigger than all of the um, politics between Democrats and Republicans. That doesn't mean you, 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 we can afford to like let our guard down and, and not be watchful and make sure that the environment doesn't get the short end of the stick and that uh, people that are unable to, um, are people that need help get no. the short end of the stick and that billion billionaires and huge corporations don't just monetize everything and 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 leave out the little man but um good riddance to that feeling like of just being so upset about pr- the, our current president good riddance good riddance now give me some give me some
1: more. Give me something positive. What's something you've developed that you're gonna keep on going with the future? What's a new habit you have that like you fallen in love with? And I'm going forward with this. What is give me some more?
0: Um, give me some more is 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 like family time, like just really, man, so happy to be um home with my family, just to see my four-year-old boy the, the hours we're spending together every day it's just it's such a joy um you know you know my older son 18 he's eight aiden who's 18 is going to mass he's hunker with his mom in boston yeah um it's it was already great to be in a stable relationship to get married and and not have you know the courts tell me when I can and can't see my kid but just to be able to be here for my family this is really important and it's making me think well maybe I don't want to be on the road as much as I've been and what are some of the positive things like I mentioned the guitar lessons earlier and uh, the live streams I'm finding ways to do this thing here from my house I think some of these things can continue why can't I do the guitar lessons on on the road you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah i'm gonna jump go out. inside while this guy's yeah.
1: all right so you 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 have you have a liar liar pants on fire is there something that you're sharing with the world that's like it's just not really happening
0: wait wait say it again
1: <laughs> so i got a lot of friends liar liar pants on fire like i wake up and i meditate for an hour and i've read three books this week cool what are the titles what were they about no you weren't you were sitting on the
0: couch you know like it's what have i been talking shit about yeah man i i mean i mean i wish i had some um you know what this was the question i didn't
1: think i could ask you because you are staying so busy and so positive and doing so many great things i'm
0: i'm yeah i mean everything i'm doing i'm i'm doing it so i can't really um i'm not yeah no i don't have that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All, right,
1: perfect. I mean, yeah. All right. We're almost there. We're at 20 minutes. So we got, we got, we got one more send off for you. Uh, I like to end it with saying, uh, to have, to have the guests get a word in. So a mantra, a philosophy, uh, an expression you like to share with everybody. This is a moment for Garrett to say, get your word in. What's your word, Jay? Um,
0: just connect, just making connections. And, um, I think this, uh, especially, you know, knowing the world that we both live in sometimes uh it can be somewhat vapid and based around some things that uh don't really matter uh all, all the things all the things like you know look we all <laughs> we all like to party we all been at the best parties in the world and you know chase the prettiest girls and everything else and um you know all that stuff that doesn't really matter not only is it not happening right now but um so i I think, again, digging deep right now this is the time to dig deep. This is the time to learn something new. This is the time to meditate. This is the time to read those three books. It's time to be creative. It's time to make real connections, um, to see, wow, okay, now I know like those are my real friends to to connect to reconnect with some people that you lost touch with. The most valuable asset we have right now many of us, is time. This is something that uh, has been in short supply in all of our lives until this moment. Yeah. So be thankful for that. Yeah, man, well,
1: G, it's great to connect with you and thank you for getting a word in with me and sending love to your family and everyone up on the Cape, man, tons of respect. And, uh, you know, after 25 plus years on the road and having all this time at home, I can't wait to watch your future creations because you've always been giving it to everybody. And any way you do give it on the road or at home is gonna be so rewarding for all of us. So keep doing you, man, and tons of respect and love. And thanks for
0: getting the word and Jake. I can't wait to get that hug in person, man. Thanks, Josh. Love to everybody. Don't forget to hit record. All
1: right, man. Seriously. Thanks, Jake.